what's up and welcome back to the Call Her Blessed podcast. I'm your hostess, Rebecca Marrier. I have been cracking up at this memory lately that I keep having. Um, When my brothers and I were kids, we used to play mass. And my older brother Sam was always the priest presiding over the mass. My little brother Zach would either be an altar boy or he would be the congregation. And I was always the singer because of my angelic tones that I would crank out and it was very fun we did this every day sometimes several times a day and one night we had a little bit of a a special extra part to our mass at the end my brother Sam was offering confessions after mass and I at this time was in first grade so I'd never actually been to a real confession but I was hiding some things from my parents. I'd gotten in trouble at school a couple times and never told them about it. And these things were weighing heavy on my conscience. And so I thought this was a great time to unload my baggage onto, you know, my older brother and let him as the, our priest deal with it. And he is, you know, in, in second grade at this time, he's a year older than me. And so I am, I remember we were behind like this fluffy chair that we had in my house and he had his little like confessional setup and I like crawled into there and I started telling him my real sins and I was crying with relief because I was so happy to finally get these things off my chest and I remember Sam running away from me running up to my parents and begging them please tell her to stop she's actually telling me her sins And he was in tears, I was in tears, I was so embarrassed, and uh, surprisingly, I don't have any issues with the Sacrament of Reconciliation now, even though we got off to such a rocky start with that. Me and Reconciliation are good friends these days, and it's actually, it's one of my favorite sacraments. I think it's so beautiful going to confession, and I know that I am one of few who would say that, because I know that it is one of the, if not the least enjoyable I would say maybe like anointing of the sick is probably like up there with uh, less less enjoyable sacraments, but beautiful. You know, the sacraments are, are all so beautiful, but I know that the Sacrament of Reconciliation particularly is a painful one. And I like to think of it as kind of like growing pains. I remember being younger and my arms hurting and, and like my legs kind of hurting. My mom would tell me, oh, that's just growing pains. And I think that that's what we go through as well in the in the sacrament of confession of reconciliation because we are humbling ourselves so much that we are able to enter the confessional lay bare the most sensitive and weakest parts of ourselves to own up to these wrongdoings that we've committed and these these shortcomings in our lives and It's called a sacrament of healing for a reason, because when Jesus gave his apostles authority to forgive sins, which before was unheard of, you know, even when Jesus would say in in the New Testament, when Jesus would say, your sins are forgiven, he was so greatly persecuted because of this, because this was so unheard of that, you know, who is this man that's telling people that their sins are forgiven? Only God can do that. So Jesus, before he dies, one of the last things he does is he gives his apostles the authority to forgive sins. And 
this is the origins of our sacrament of reconciliation. And so we know that when we're entering the confessional, that when we confess our sins to the priest, that God is using that to heal our souls, that God comes into that moment. And I know that a lot of you, if you're Catholic, you might be thinking like, yeah, I've been to confession for the same thing over and over and over again, and it never seems to get any better. Where's the healing? And I think that's where the trust in grace comes in. And also knowing that in the meantime, while we are working on these vices that we're dealing with and struggling with and grappling with, that we are keeping ourselves close to God, that we're inviting him into the mess and that we're inviting him and his forgiveness in and how that alone is healing to hear the words, you know, go in peace, your sins are forgiven. Wow. Powerful. And I want to encourage you, if it's been a while since you've been to confession, I just want to encourage you to pray about going, you know, to to go to confession. And I know that some people have very, I mean, even I myself have had some very negative experiences in the confessional. And I know that for some people that is detrimental and that is something that sticks with us for a long time. I mean, I can still remember certain things that were said to me that really hurt um, or certain demeanors of the priest that really hurt. And I just want you to know, and I very firmly believe this in my heart of hearts, that Jesus is still there. That Jesus uses these imperfect instruments. I mean, none of us are perfect. No one is perfect. And we are going to mess up sometimes. And that God is using these imperfect instruments to bring his perfect grace. That even if we walk away from a confession thinking, you know, what was that? That, you know, that was so hurtful. That was so painful. We are still walking away forgiven by God. You know, we are reconciled with God no matter what. And I mean, I pray that this never happens to any of you. I pray that we all get to experience just the joy and the total peace that reconciliation is meant to be. But for those times that we don't, do not lose hope, do not lose faith in the sacrament, you know, these things are meant, this sacrament is meant to bring healing. It's meant to bring uh, reconciliation between us and God, between us and ourselves, us and others. It is this beautiful, beautiful sacrament. And I'm curious to know, because I know for myself, I always have this indication every single time I know it's time for me to go to confession because I'll catch myself just speaking so negatively, you know, and this is something that it stands out to me because otherwise I, you know, I'm pretty upbeat and positive and and loving and, um, I'll just catch myself saying these things and I'll be like, oh my gosh, Rebecca, relax. Like (laughs) you need to chill. And then I'll think, okay, how long has it been since the last time I repented? You know, since the last time I went back to God and said, I'm sorry for my sins and, and took a, a minute to examine my heart and examine my soul in front of God and say, you know, these are my shortcomings. This is where I need your help. This is where I need to invite your grace in. And this um this podcast is something that literally has come to me in the last five minutes. So I am praying for, you know, whatever it is that the Lord wants to do with this. But I pray that if you're listening to this podcast and you feel a stirring in your heart to go to the sacrament of reconciliation and you feel a stirring in your heart to turn back to God, to give him your contrition, to allow his grace to heal your heart to bring to him those things that you desire healing for. 
it's not called a sacrament of healing for nothing. It brings healing. And so if you feel at all stirred to encounter God in that sacrament of healing, I pray that you go. I pray that you look up your local confession times or if you're too embarrassed that you would find confession times somewhere, maybe in a different state, maybe in a different country, I don't know. Depends on, you know, how bad it is, I guess. But I pray that you seek that out and that you get to experience this healing love of God, especially as we're heading into the season of Lent. Coming up, we have this season of penance and repentance. And what better way to go in than with a clean slate, a clean soul? These things, I want us to remember when we confess them, are gone. They're not part of us anymore. It's not the same as just saying, like, yeah, I know I messed up. I want to change. No, these things, the Lord, because of the sacramental grace, because of the faculties given to the priest to forgive sins, and because of the sacramental grace that we receive through confession, we are not the same person when we come out of confession. We have hope. We have a renewed fountain of grace that the Lord has just poured into our hearts. And so I really want to encourage you, go to confession. Go back. If it's been two weeks, if it's been 20 years, if it's been 50 years, if it's been 60 years, whatever it is that's holding you back from the sacrament of reconciliation, it's time to let it go. And it's time to encounter the healing love and the healing presence of God that he is dying to give to you. And so let's pray together for the strength to do these difficult things. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, I pray for the person on the other end of this podcast. I pray that you would give them strength, wisdom, knowledge, courage, and humility. That we would be able to lay bare our sins in front of you. That we would be able to repent. That you would give us the grace to heal. That you would heal our hearts. Heal our families. And I pray that any fear that we experience, any Uh, trepidation, any wounds that we have from past hurts in the confessional, I pray that you would heal those as well and that you would bring us into deeper communion and deeper trust of you and of your promises. And I ask all of this in your name and through your blessed mother. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much for joining for this podcast. I can't wait to see you at the next one. God bless. (laughs) 